Welcome back to the bones of advertising. It's got a little bit of glitter, my boy. I'm still Craig McLeod, which makes you... It makes me John Douglas, but I'm more interested in who they... Well, who are they? We don't know where they are. We'll work out where to look, but eventually we'll... Wow, who have we got joining us on the bones of the glittery bones? Yeah. Well, no one. They're um, very quiet. They've got nothing to yeah, say. Who goes first? I'll go first. Cara Hendricks. Okay, and um, Gabby Somerville also reporting for Judy. Stop it. So um, the bones gonna... just got one hundred percent better, my boy. Look at this. This is how Melbourne supporters clap. <laughs> oh, and then they just swizzle the Chardonnay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, enough, mate. Have you got a bone for us to pick over this week? We're going to sort of crack straight on. I reckon. Um, I reckon we've uh, we should crack on with the uh, with the with the greatest um, uh, annual bone of them all, which is the the Australia Day lamb ad. Yeah, I reckon we have, have a look at that. Pull that apart piece by piece, morsel by morsel, literally morsel. a bone. Let's uh, let's pick that one over. Because there is no other place on Earth. You're late for lunch. There's other countries. I've explored the four corners of the globe, from Darwin to the southern tip of Tassie. Trust me, there's nothing else out there. I'll explain this. Oh, yeah. Forgot about China. But we've forgotten there's a whole world out there. And do you know what else happens to the country if we're isolated for too long? People learn the names of the state premiers. Yeah, but also the rest of the world forgets about us. We need to send a message. Let the world know we're still here. How? all of Australia on board somehow. Well, at least 80% of them. I know a guy. A national lamb rollout? Ah! About bloody time. Jeff to Elon. Go for Elon. Do you see that? It looks like a giant cutlet. That, that smells like a cutlet. The last one there is only a billionaire. President Biden has congratulated that fella down under. For reuniting Australia with the rest of the world. Oh, yeah! Hey, mom! I told y'all Australia was real! Louise! Planes! Let's open some bubbles! No, we've had enough bubbles, eh? Good to see the Victorians finally out of the house. Oh, look, the French are here. 
packers. Thank God we don't have to pick our own fruit anymore. I told you there was a whole world out there. So where do you think you'll go first? I think I'll stay here a little longer. Perfect. Do those epic ads actually work? And, Caro, you were saying earlier that mm. uh, the three-minute version was, in my view, and you guys obviously have your own, was outstanding. That's the only way I yeah. could describe it. It had all of the bits that I love. It was poking someone here and then it was giving someone a little tip touch-up at the end there. And but and Sam Kekovich doesn't ever get old for me. There's just pure love for that man. He's absolutely outrageous. But... Does three minutes actually work? And in, on the back of that, Super Bowl's just been and gone, right? So we're on the back of Super Bowl where people have spent a bucket load of dough on ads. So I'm going to throw it to you two smart people. Do they work? Who are the two smart people? Three. Go to you. Go <laughs> you, Jarrah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a bit here and there on it. I think um, the satirical nature was brilliant and it's very Aussie and, we can make fun of ourselves. I think a few of them, a few of the gags kind of went over my head. Perhaps I haven't watched enough news or current affairs to understand. Um, but definitely the three-minute format was epic and it took you on a journey and it was entertaining. I think the 30-minute TVC, though, was a bit of a letdown for me. Yeah. It, they kind of picked a few of the best bits, but you missed the storytelling in between. So it was kind of just like gag, 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 done. So, yeah, I'm a bit 50-50 on it, unfortunately. Gabs, what do you reckon? Um, for me, it was interesting. I think there were some really big positives, but um, also some other negatives, which Kara sort of touched on. But in terms of, um, you know, the positives for it, I found the satirical nature, I agree. I think it was really Australianified. Um, I also sort of found that it was, when listening to it and watching it the first time, I almost thought it was a tourism ad and I thought it was, it, that was quite interesting, the way in which they've told that story. Um, and I almost thought that it was a partnership with some sort of tourism industry. So I thought that was quite interesting and a very different take to what they've done in the past. Um, and I also think that they referenced COVID well um, without actually bringing up the words pandemic. We all know that there's that cloud over it, but they didn't bring up that negativity or make it really focused on that, which I thought um, was an interesting way to tell that story. In terms of the negatives, I sort of agree with you, um, Caro, on that front, that the shorter format, um, it sort of lost that whole storytelling nature for me. And perhaps when we're looking at a younger demographic as well, um, does it really resonate with that audience? Do you reckon you could keep their attention for three minutes? No. <laughs> no, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, you can. Absolutely. Yeah, people, people don't like advertising. They like what they like, and sometimes it's advertising. Yeah. I can hardly watch a TikTok for more than two seconds. If you don't have me in the first two, I'm on to the next. So. Right. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely agree. I like, I, I like it. I like the big nature of it, and I like the fact they spend every year when it comes on, people go, oh, it's a low map. Have you seen the low map? Like, and it only needs to work for the two weeks prior to the big barbecue you have on, on Australia Day, Australia Day. And, um, and then the rest of the year, it's just like, you know, lamb's up at $75 a kilo and get your cutlets when you can. Yeah. Like, I, I think this is, I absolutely agree that the 30 second versions don't work. 
and that is a that's a that, I think that's the accountants coming in and saying, well, we've got to spread the uh, effect over as as long as we can, so we're going to cut it into thirty second pieces. And I don't think they've actually thought about what a thirty second ad should look like. <laughs> and so they've just taken the the ammunition they've got, which is the three minute ad and they've cut it back and that doesn't like it's been proven not to work it's like when you take a television ad and you run it on radio it's shit so mm. you know i i think just run it as a it doesn't have to be a 30 second ad run it as a minute and a half run it as a minute but kick the kick the gags in there kick the kick the you know kick that sweet sweet buddy lamb flavored buddy humor in there yeah and i reckon you can you can spread it because people will look at it because they know it's going to be funny. Yeah. Mm. That's all they want, I think. And for me, the talent was extraordinary. I love them both. Like the two key people in it were just brilliant. And in particular, the lady for me was awesome. Loved her. She yeah. really nailed it. But if we look at that in context of other big ads, like remember the Carlton Draft, you know, big ad, that was just bloody brilliant. I mean, it was a big, big ad and it was brilliant. So I, I would say that... On the back of that and our conversation just now, perhaps the big ad has a place, like the long, large format ad. But if you're going to do a short format, perhaps think of a new script. Don't try and cut yeah. the three-minute down to a 30. And who knows, maybe they did that as well and maybe we're just kind of, you know, looking at it going, you know, because we saw the big one, it doesn't really work. But, again, at the end of the day, I'd have to say that if that worked, um, they'd be looking at again and again and again, which is brilliant because, I mean, they've done it for so long. When I was looking for that ad... Was it like the early 90s when Kekovic kicked off? When was the first one? We did this. We actually did this when we covered the Campaign Palace. We did, didn't so, we? Um, yeah, I'm sure. I've got it. We've got it in our notes yeah, somewhere. We'll add it like, in somewhere else. I've been doing it for like 2004. There you go. Yeah, right. Straight off my buddy head. 2004. So that's a long time out at 18 that's years worth of ads. Bloody brilliant. Yeah. That's what I say. Bloody well, brilliant. You know what it's time for now? What the f were they thinking? The new segment that we've got here. Did you hear that one more time? What the f were they thinking? I, like I quite that. like that. So this um, this segment's going to be sort of a little bit more of an, an ongoing one. And then recently we've come across something from uh, our dear friends at Burger King. Now, I think it might have been out of the UK. One of you guys might be able to confirm that. It was out of the UK and... Uh, I'm going to throw to one of you, and I don't care who picks it up and runs with it, but I want to ask the bloody question today. What the were they thinking? Um, Gabs, I, I think you uh, you can Sherlock Holmes this one to death. If yeah, you like. I, I can share it. Handball. I'm happy to handball. Uh -huh. So tomatoes well, from the cheap seats. I guess, yeah, this is my what the were they thinking because um, with International Women's Day just around the corner and two glittery bones joining the Bones crew, I thought um, what better time than ever to share this what the F. And um, this one was a tweet by Burger King last year um, in the lead up to International Women's Day. Um, and their tweet reads, women belong in the kitchen. Um, and <laughs> The world was gobsmacked, of course. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think it's just a really 
really great example of how big brands can get it so wrong um, and how um, social media can take something and run with it within an instant. Um, their intent was to speak more directly to the fact that um, in the chef workforce, there is only 20% females in that workforce. Um, but in a small tweet like that, um, mm. obviously that context isn't coming through. So it's a really great example of what platforms do we use and um, what words do we use on those platforms to really tell the full story? What? Keen to hear your it. thoughts on it. <laughs> oh, I've what? got, um, I have a bucket load of thoughts on this and, uh, and many of them run very contrary to, uh, to my good friend, my learned friend at the other end of the, uh, I, I think this ad is a great uh, example of whether brands should get involved in larger issues than their their strength, like stick to making burgers. For them to make a social comment on uh, on the idea that more women are needed in uh, um, uh, as chefs, like the the industry itself is underrepresented in terms of women, and for a whole lot of reasons, the issue to to my mind is they ads need to get attention. If they don't get your attention. They fail. So Burger King did a, a lovely ad uh, a little a little while last year, I think, a little while before this one, which was uh, at the start of the lockdown in London, they said order from McDonald's because they said that the important thing for us in the food industry is for everyone to support the food industry. And so mm -hmm. we, we're happy for you to go and buy from McDonald's, from KFC, from Red Roof, wherever, just keep people employed order it in, you know, whatever, which was really fantastic. Like that yeah. really, really worked. But in this instance, they've used a, a an expression they knew would get people's attention. But as you say, Gabs, they didn't have the space to go, oh, no, hang about. We didn't mean that. We meant this. Wait a minute. Oh, God. Um, I think it boils that, down to their intent as well. Like you make a really good point, JD, that, They've also done similar things like order from McDonald's. Is their intent pure in nature or is their intent to grab people's attention? I think attention. that's the core of it. Yeah. I think it's attention for sure because, yes, they're trying to, you know, be social-minded and all this kind of equality mm. thing, but at the crux of it, like, they don't have chefs in their own restaurants. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're fast food, so... Why are they trying to play in that space besides getting attention? Like it doesn't, mm. they could do other things like they did, JD, like you said, with the order from the other fast food outlets. That makes sense. I don't think this kind of stance on women in the kitchen aligns with what they're doing. I feel like it's a bit of, yeah, no, a bit of a stunt. I, I, something, something dodgy going on there, I reckon. I think they've, I think they've, they've kind of got that, they've given themselves permission to, to try and get people talking. So remember the, the mouldy burger ad they did? Yeah. And, you know, some people hated it and some people loved it. And, you know, I think everyone in advertising went, oh, wow, that's brave, that's fantastic. And everyone who drove past it, you know, buddy Skoda from buddy going from Woking across to Wimbledon was like, what the? <laughs> like, okay, they've given themselves permission to not be McDonald's, like to be a little bit more cutting edge. And so yeah. every now and then they're going to, step across the edge and 
I think you're. I think you're right, Carol. I think this is not their bailiwick. I think it's the they wrong. No I think they're, they're stepping off a cliff here. Like I don't think they're they're towing the edge. I think they're just. I, it depends how you see it. I think people can see through it and be like, "What are you even doing? Like you're just causing a fuss to get attention." And then there could be other people that appreciate it. But be interesting yeah, to measure brand damage it. with something like that because I think that's yeah. at the end of the day the thing that you know, a writer of some sorts that's come up with that, that then's put that forward, that's got it approved and got it out. I'd love to know how many women from that moment on would go, if that's what you think, I'll never eat your food again. I'm done. Like, mm. you will not get me but back I mean, from that. Was there a brand strategy piece? I mean, it's Burger King, they're big. Was there a strategy piece mm. down before this, understanding that the people that they would offend aren't even their customers in the first place? So are they losing anyone? Potentially. Good point. Mm. For those of you that have listened to us previously, you'll notice there's a hell of a lot more structure to the glittery bones than there was previously. So um, for that, I'm going to thank the two young ladies that have joined us. So thanks to you two. That's why we're here. Well, we're going to do a, yeah, I guess that as well. So bah, bah, bah. I'm all about like a, a little bit of music. I'm, I'm, you know, often you'll find me singing and, you know, um, writing some kind of lyric to something just because I really think that it's great from a, a cue point of view. But I'm going to play you guys just a little snippet of something. And uh, then from there, I'm going to see if you guys can guess which brand it's from now. This is the first time we're doing it, viewers. So if, uh, and listeners, if this goes awry, well, we'll try something different next time. But. Uh, do we buzz in? How yeah, do we, we like, or do we oh, just, no, yell just yell over it? Let's have that oh, actually. Yeah, so do. you've got to say your name. Or no, oh. just say. Bone. First to say bone. bone. Are you ready? Okay. Casting out on the open road as far as the ends of the block. Oh, or car ad. Bone. Okay. Pretty interesting. She goes and gets, she goes and gets a soy. He's the dad in the car with the kid, and she needs her soy milk. Um, driving in my car. Oh, it's not a Navara. What is it? Fine. Gads. Hila. No, no. It's like a SUV, I think. Nah. Got nothing? Oh, got I'm driving in my car. Oh, yeah. I'm driving this. Yeah. Oh, sheesh. Or our freedom. Navarra. No. Until we reach the shop. <laughs> I forgot my sweetheart's almond milk. And for her, oh, no. I travel far. But truth be told, I have the goal of driving in my in car. My car. Hey. Oh, ye horror, I'm taking Mikara. Pride of the fleet and all she meets the flagship Vitara. Vitara! Ah. Suzuki Vitara. Nice. On so many levels. It was so close. I did. Okay. I had the soy milk, which was the almond milk. I had the this yeah. and it was that. Now, yeah. I'm like we, we <laughs> might not even be able to put that in because when we stick it up on YouTube, it's probably going to say you don't have the rights to play this track. So I'm wondering I whether... I don't, it, I don't think anyone's going to be laying claim to that particular piece of music. I think... Oh, no, the guys who wrote it, which I wanted to touch on as well. So the guys who wrote it. Um, absolutely fantastic, and I can't find the page that I had up, but I will one day find that. But it was actually written, um, and Deloitte Digital worked with Suzuki to come up with the campaign and then engage these guys who wrote a bunch of sort of car driving mm. shanties. Mm. So 
uh, it'll be interesting to see whether we can get that out and for everyone to be able to play along and see whether I'm they pretty can... sure there's a full um they did like a full song of it like yeah, on there the is ad, a full song and they did it... scan a QR code and download like the full yeah like carpool yeah. karaoke they've got all of the guys from the uh the um the band in there in the car driving driving the guitar around actually singing the singing the full song so it's uh yeah, it's right. outrageous and outstanding so we'll hope that that actually gets up right. and we can we can continue with this kind of thing otherwise we're going to have to bring in something that's going to be more visual which again won't work for a podcast so but whatever at the end of the day have you got a parting thought for us my boy um well i'm happy to uh, i'm happy to throw to uh, to people who have younger thoughts and more energetic thoughts than i do but uh, I, I think that I would, I would say the thing that I'm taking from today is, um, is relevance. Like the three-minute lamb ad is relevant yep. because people look forward to it. The 30-second lamb ad is irrelevant because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The Burger King go and buy from McDonald's is relevant because they're all about fast food and maintaining the, the industry. The, there are, you know... Women, a woman's places in the kitchen ad is irrelevant because they don't have women in their kitchens. Well, it's not an issue for them. Mm. Like they're, like it's a very, it's a different kind of dynamic, I guess. So relevance, there you go. Be relevant, kids. And those of you playing at home, ask yourself, am I still relevant? I ask myself that every day. So that's the glittery bones of advertising. Don't go change and I'll see you all next week.